Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ready to write? Do you want to learn what it takes to create a writing career? Then tune in and take notes because on Simply Write, we talk about the writer's craft and the qualities and quirks of living a writer's life. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to Simply Write with Polly. This is the podcast where we talk about the writing craft and crafting a writer's life. And how's it going out there? Are you getting your work done? I asked this because I am having a hard time staying focused on what I need to be doing. It's that time of year for me. There's lots of stuff going on in our family, planning for the holidays, school activities, plus football, which I love, but it's a huge distraction to my writing. And just all kinds of things. I think I'm a little excited. I think I'm a little stressed. I'm looking at the calendar ahead for the next couple months and seeing a ton of stuff to do, knowing that I have limited time to do it. So all that plays in this time of year. And so I think that's worth talking about because over the years, I've had to figure out how to keep my writing practice alive and also get some planning done for the year ahead during the holiday season. So there's a few things I'm doing other things I'm learning and I thought it was worth talking about today. So today we'll cover some productivity tips, help us keep writing during this busy time and we'll get to it right after the dailies. All right, what do you got going on today? Let's see. I am uh, working on the novel a little bit. I have a writer's group and I need to get ready for that tonight a little bit, but I'm really restless. The sun is out and it's blasting in our east window. So I've taken the dog out like five times just because it feels good out there to me. Um, I also have a pitch I need to get out and so I'm making soup. Yeah, don't ask me, but that's what I mean when I said at the top of the show that I was feeling really distracted. I see these deadlines coming up and I see these uh, work Um, things I need to get done before the end of the year. And I'm having a very hard time settling down to focus. So today um, I've got a invoice to get out for an article I just finished. I'm working on the novel. I'm working on a pitch and I am working. I need to do some research for a post I'm writing for psychology today, next week. And so I have all that going on. And right now I'm working in 20 minute increments. I think we've talked about it here on the show um, it's called the Pomodoro technique and there are, there's a strict way of doing it. I kind of modified mine. So I will work for 20 minutes. Sometimes it's just five or 10 minutes. I'll set the timer, but today I'm setting the timer to work for 20 minutes. I'm settling down, working hard for that time. And then I'll take a little break, take the dog out again, or go out, stretch, and then come back to it after five minutes. And having those chunks of time is helping me move through stuff today. So those are the dailies. Finding ways to be productive despite distraction, I think is one of the biggest challenges 
uh, in my job and for writers that I know. Now, many writers are also in the office doing other work. They work for corporations or have a side hustle or they're uh, full-time with the kids and have to find other times to carve out writing. It's no different for me, right? I have my projects that I'm working on that I need time to develop. And I'm also working on deadlines and, and projects and articles now that have immediate deadlines because they've been contracted by my clients. So there's always this push and pull. And when you throw more into the mix, summer break when the kids are home, holiday break when the kids are home, or when there's more family activities, days off, to celebrate, food to prepare. And at the same time, you're looking at the budget, it can throw a wrench in. Even days of excitement, right? It's it's really, we don't get many snow days in Oregon, but when we do, I have a very hard time working because I get fired up. I want to get out there and play. So I think it's important as a writing professional to recognize that that's normal human behavior. And one of the great perks to being a full-time writer is that, I can be in charge of my schedule. Now, often that means what 100% of the time are you going to work? Because if you're doing your job, you're going to have assignments out there or a new market to pitch or a new project to develop. We can always be working, right? But I find I'm most productive when I balance those things out. Believe me, I've done it both ways. Um, I've worked days on it, you know, 18 hours a day when I was writing books or whatever. But at this point in my career, I am most productive when I make sure I'm living the life too. And I, I actually think that's essential for all of us, no matter what job we have. But when you're a writer, you have to live the life to get material and experience to write about because so much fiction and nonfiction comes from how we experience the world. So it's important not to just be one dimensional and and leave everything on the page. You got to get out there and live it too and become aware of your thoughts. So how to stay productive during these crazy times. There's a few things that I do every year um, and not just once a year, not just during the holiday season, but I'll, I'll share it with you now because I know my daughter's going to be coming up on three weeks off in the last uh, month of school before holiday break. That's a lot of time away in actually the next month and a half. And I'm very aware that I want to do some family things and have some uh, holiday spirit and we're going away for Thanksgiving and all of that. So Here's how I start, and here's what I was working on earlier this week, last week. Go to your calendar and make a list of all your deadlines in the next three months, so November, December, January. And I mean all the deadlines. These are the things that other people are waiting for. If you have, but notably, list your work deadlines, and this can be from any job you're doing right? So I have my writing deadlines, but I also have some deadlines uh, that my daughter and I need to hit for scholarship applications. She's going to college next year. And that's a deadline that I also put in. These are things I cannot break. Now, the holiday cards, I can send out at any point or not at all. But I'm talking about the things that other people are counting on to keep your business going forward. The things at your workplace, if there's an annual report that has to be done by December 31st, whatever it looks like for you. Go to the calendar, make a list of all the hard deadlines. 
Also write into your calendar any events you have to show up for. The office party, the retirement lunch, the kids holiday program, Thanksgiving at your sister's house and what you need to bring. Any of those hard dates. Now, go back into that calendar and mark your days off. Are you taking Thanksgiving off and the Friday after? Are you taking any time off during the Christmas holidays? What does your schedule look like? The hard fast dates, the things you have to get out before the end of the year, and the days you're going to be away from the office and presumably not working at all, okay? Then go back into this metric. You can do this online in your own spreadsheet or your own calendar. I do it on paper because you know me, I'm, I'm papery. But then go in and put your own deadlines. These might be the things that are super important to you that will further your writing career, but maybe they're things people aren't waiting on yet. For example, I have a specific number of chapters in the novel that I want to finish before the end of the year. Now, nobody's on my back about this. I don't have a contract. This is a rough draft. I'm not sending it around. I'm not doing any of those stuff, but it's important to me. And I know it's important to my writing profession. We need to ship work to be writers. I, I'm not one of these people that writes in my journal only for myself. I do write in my journal, but a big part of what I do during the day is also writing stuff to sell, writing stuff to share with others. That's what it means to be a professional writer. And that's what we're talking about here. So put in those deadlines that are important to you because they further your work. Now, that should include any pitches. If you want to sell stuff in January and February and March, you need to be pitching now, right? Things have to get out now because they're making decisions about that. The magazines and sites and clients are setting their editorial calendars. They're figuring out what they want to do with their website. They're making changes now. So if you have an offering send your pitch out and that should be a deadline. Nobody's waiting on that, but that's an example of something that will further your business along. It's too late to come in January and pitch something for January, okay? So put in your own deadlines, the things that are furthering your writing career. These, this could be work you wanna finish, as it is for me, I need to revise and finish a couple of chapters in the book. This can be pitches, which nobody's waiting for, but it's a list of things I want to do for markets I want to write for, and that's also on my list. And this is also stuff like my end of the year and 2024 goal planning, my development work for the business, for the writing, the kinds of projects I want to do, reading that will inform me, uh, planning out the editorial calendar for the podcast, um, all those kind of development things also go on here. So if you're like me, by the time you've filled these three things out, the hard deadlines, the days off, on your own developmental deadlines, your calendar is probably going to be pretty full. And this is about the time panic sets in. So just take some deep breaths. No, we all hit this. It's part of the job, right? And other work is, other offices are busy this time of year too. But what happens, I think, among writers is it becomes really easy to think the writing is something that can go away, that we can cross off the list, that we can postpone. And I'm telling you not to do that, okay? Hold yourself to a higher standard, have some discipline. Now, having said that, 
I am not going to get everything on my writing developmental list done in the next month and a half. I know that about myself. I put it all on there so I can see which direction I want to go. And then as we go forward, we have certain things in mind, but you don't want to fall into the dangerous path of thinking that this writing work, simply because nobody is waiting on it yet, is unimportant. We need to avoid that. And I'm going to tell you how. Right after this break, when we come back on Simply Write with Polly, part of the Creators Network of Electric House. Welcome back to Simply Write with Polly. And today we're talking about how to stay productive in a writing life with all the other distractions going on this time of year, right? The holidays and work end of the year deadlines and all these things. And it is important to make a comprehensive calendar so you can see everything laid out. Sometimes I do this on a big sheet so I can see everything laid out. And I put in all my writing stuff, not just the hard deadlines, the invoices I need to send and and the podcasts I need to tape and all of that stuff, but I also put in the deadlines that I impose on the projects I want to move forward, on the novel, uh, the concept statement for the book I'm proposing, the goals for 2024, and the podcast editorial calendar. All that stuff also goes on my calendar. By the end of it, you have a pretty full calendar because you have the essential stuff there for the work you're getting paid for, whether that's in an office or in your writing office, and you have deadlines to meet, and you also have the dates you have to be places for the kids' holiday concert or Thanksgiving with the family or whatever it is. So it can feel pretty overwhelming at this point. This is where you start scaling back. You take the days for this week and next week, and you start looking at the essentials for the day. And I want you to do this in a specific way. The things that have to get done, the deadlines that have other people waiting on you, do those first. Put them as one of the essentials or two of the, however many you have per day on the calendar. Those are the essentials, right? You've got to get those done because that's how you're making your money and getting your future work. But as part of those essentials every day, I also want you to add one writer task. Now, it doesn't have to be write a whole book in one day. It can be write 500 words. It can be revise half of chapter eight. It could be quick draft a pitch for a particular magazine, right? These can be bite-sized incremental things that keep your hand in the writing work, in the development work, so you don't fall too far behind in that. And also another thing happens when we do developmental work like that, we feel like we're making progress. It goes beyond just crossing things off the list. We feel like we're building our career and that progress, those incremental steps, those tiny baby steps, actually gives us a dopamine hit that makes us more motivated the next day. So this time of year, I will sit down on Friday and draft my calendar out. You know, I have a calendar for the whole month. I have a calendar for the whole quarter that's loose, right? Because things change all the time. But I'll sit down on Friday and look at my calendar for the week ahead. My fixed appointments for the dentist, my deadlines for the, the blogs or magazines or clients I'm writing go in there. Those are hard, fast deadlines, right? And then also in each day, 
there's something developmental, some small step. Now, sometimes I can spend a whole afternoon or a whole morning on my big writing project or the whole day if I'm wanting to push out the, you know, the book proposal or whatever it is. But other times, because of the things I must do that day, I can't hardly get to the writing at all. And these days don't feel as good to me. So I always make sure I add in one piece of development work, which is going to help me push my career forward. And it's usually the thing I want to do work most. So it may be 20 minutes of writing. It may be an hour. It may be, you know, half hour while I'm waiting to pick my kid up from school in the car, whatever it is. Protect some time every day for a writing development task. And this doesn't have to be writing. It can be researching your next idea. It can be reading books, looking at books for comp titles, whatever it is. But it needs to be one task that moves you forward toward the things you want to develop next year. Does that make sense? So set up your schedule to take care of the essentials. The things you're going to tackle first, don't put more than three on your list. If it looks like you have more than three essentials on your daily list, you need to change some stuff around. That takes a lot of bandwidth and they're probably not all essentials. When I really get down to my list, um, there's a whole lot I can do the next day after I get the essentials done. I don't have to put them all on the list to do the first day. Then I want you to get some quiet time, a few minutes to yourself. I get up early in the morning to do this to really think about my day, really get excited about the writing work and what I want to develop as what my goals are, you know, as a professional writer. And then I look at those essentials and I figure out how I'm going to build my project development, my writing around the essentials that have to be done. Because aside from writing for the magazine assignments that I already have, I also want to make sure a little piece of my week every week, if not more, is moving toward the projects that I want to develop over the next year. You cannot write a book in a day, but you can do little snippets at a time for 12 months and get pretty close to the end. So that's kind of how I, I think about that. The other way I think about this is, is, you want to have some writing practice, whether that's morning pages or you're shipping a blog post every week. My newsletters do this for me. It really allows me to come in contact with you and the readers and uh, really put my thoughts about writing out there in, in a, a, you know, a safe space, I feel like. People have been really receptive to that. That's freeing for me. And that keeps my chops, my writing chops active. Um, and so that's important to me. That's also part of my developmental role right? That's furthering my career because people read that and they come after me with questions and assignments and so forth. Um, and so make sure you have some low-key writing practice built in every week that may not be associated directly with a project you have in mind or one you're working on, but allow you to write a little bit every day in your notebook or whatever it is. So you feel like you keep your hands in it. You feel like you're getting some writing done. And leave the kitchen a mess, right? During this time of year in particular, when things are so busy and coming at us from all directions, I do less around the house. I also delegate more. I also get more help around the house. I also postpone things that don't have to be done. I'm not going to clean out my closet this time of year, right? I'm going to keep up with my family. I'm going to, I'm going to make the dinner. I'm going to have lots of help from my family on the household chores, but the rest of it goes toward the work, getting the essentials done and then developing my own work 
for next year. So keep that in mind. Uh, housework doesn't necessarily have to be one of the essentials for the day, right? It doesn't have to go like that. Look for ways to keep your hands in the free projects and get the paid work done at the same time. Okay. And during your quiet time, as you set up the day, or maybe you take uh, you know, when you walk the dog for five minutes, take a breath, don't listen to a podcast, don't be on your phone, just take five minutes of reflection and see if what you're doing today fits what you want to do. Because a lot of times I want to get stuff done just to get it done. And that's not the best use of my time. It doesn't all have to be finished that day. But when I come back to the projects I'm working on, I feel more inspired to get the other things done. So that's the way it works. Keep a notebook on hand. This time of year in particular, when we're out in the world and family celebrations and crazy stuff and fun stuff is going on all around us, because writing can happen while we're there. And I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, writing the chapter, but to write well, you've got to live well. And when we are out in the world, it's an opportunity to gather material, to research, to think about things, to let our mind wander. Uh, if there's a big family drama, take a notebook and a trip to the bathroom and write notes down. I have done that. Celebrate the things you're doing at the desk and in life and keep a notebook on hand and write down the details or the funny things people say or the things you notice, right? That's really research. Writing doesn't only happen on the page. It happens before we come sit down at the desk. So think about the things that make for an interesting life and they probably will make some interesting writing material. Write them down. Keep track of those things because I guarantee you other stuff's going to happen and and we're going to lose it. So drop it in your notebook. Plus when I'm writing in my notebook, I feel I feel good. I feel like there's that little piece that's still about me and my writing. Okay. So these are little ideas, things you can build into your schedule to keep the writing work going, even if you're at another job, even if you're at all these family celebrations or shopping or at school concerts or whatever it is, keep your hands in it because that primes our brain and uh, we'll keep it in the back of our mind as we go ahead. This is a busy time of year and life will always get in the way at every time of year if we let it distract us from the work we need to be doing here. And for me, that's the writing. And for you, that's the writing. One thing I think is super important to keep in mind is that we need to value our writing work as equal to every other job we're doing. That means family and parenting. That means work uh, in an office or at a store, or whatever it is we do, if you're not a full-time writer, it's essential that we don't see writing time as a luxury time, but a part of who we are, and we craft our schedule to accommodate it. We are in charge of the things we say yes to. We're in charge of the things that we do. Now, this time of year, I decide to do a whole lot because I want to be with my family over the holidays. And it is a busy time of year to keep a writing business or any business going to get tax stuff out and get things organized for the year ahead. And so I just know there's going to be some extra demands. And that's okay with me because this is the life I want. And this is the job I do. And I'm going to value that and respect that as any other job 
right? Any other job I'd be at. So even if this is a side hustle or a part-time job for you, please give it the respect the profession deserves and the respect you deserve as a writer. It's a real thing we're doing here. It's not just a hobby. It's not a frivolous endeavor that we take on in our free time. When you value that, when you fit the writing into your schedule and move other things around it to accommodate the writing, you can get the writing done even now, even when you have all these other essentials on your list. And truly, I think you'll feel better for it because when I'm really at my wit's end, when I finally settle myself and get to work, I feel better. Take care of it, respect it, and get the writing done. What's in the desk? Well, today I've got a dog sleeping on the floor. Can you hear her snoring? I felt like I had to mention her because she's snoring so loudly. She's not on the desk. She's not in the desk, but she lays alongside of me as I work through in the winter. Um, and that's nice, right? She reminds me I have to get up and move my body, which is good stuff. And what's in the desk today is a timer on my phone. I use the, uh, timer. I set it on days like this when I'm feeling more distracted and restless. And there are apps out there. You probably have one built into your phone. I set it for 20 minutes, sometimes five, sometimes 10, but today it's 20 minutes and I will set it, get the next stage of a project or deadline done and get up, move around and then come back to it. So that's what's in the desk today. On certain days, a timer nearby helps me to stay focused and keeps me on track because I can't head down rabbit holes of research and all these other little time wasters that I'm prone to on days like this with the timer running. That is strictly for writing work. How do you do it? How do you stay focused on your work on those days when they're filled with distraction? And how do you get the job done now when you have so many other things going on or any time of the year? I mean, life is busy, right? How do we make writing a priority when it pushes in against our schedule? I'd be happy to hear from you. Let me know how you do it and I'll share it with the readers and listeners out there. Get in touch at simplywrite.substack.com and become part of our writers community there. You can get resources, tip sheets, and other materials that help us with the writing craft and crafting a writer's life. Join us there at simplywrite.substack.com. All right, that's enough talk. It's time for us to sit down and get to work. And as we head into our week, writers, keep in mind the words of Douglas Adams. He says, it takes an awful lot of time not to write a book. So this week, sit down and simply write. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. 
Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. 